This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. going on guys this is rob carbone coming at you with another episode of bd4 where there is no better way to get your yankees and nicks analysis hope everybody's doing all right um as i am recording it is may 10th on a saturday night as you are listening to this or watching this um it is a sunday morning may 10th um yeah, hope everybody's doing well. You know, it, it's uh, same old shit. Days go by, we're, we're really just doing the same routine, and that's absolutely nothing. Um, well, at least in my case, um, I've not been doing much at all. But, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to find things, trying to find things to do, trying to find a TV show, trying to find a new hobby, trying to maybe start reading books. Yeah, <laughs> that's how That's how desperate I am. Um, Oh, God, I don't fucking know. Um, I'm trying to stay busy with this podcast. You know, it's been especially slow for me lately um, just because I finished up school. So I don't I have so much extra time now. School is over, um, you know, still sporadic with my work hours because of what's going on. So it's it's hard to find a hobby right now other than, you know, doing this podcast bd4 so if you've just stumbled across this channel um thank you for coming by and please subscribe to bd4 on the many different platforms we have guys um we are available on apple on google soundcloud spotify you know anchor and the video cast is up on youtube and many more platforms as well all you have to do is go to my website in order to subscribe to all the many platforms, um, just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. So you go to my website, um, and then you'll, you'll, it'll take you right to that, uh, to a page that just, that displays all my information. But, um, <clears throat> thank you guys for stopping by tonight. Again, I appreciate it. Um, I'm excited for the last dance. I actually haven't been watching it. Um, mainly, you know, 50% me being lazy. The other 50% me trying to avoid the, the um, you know, I've heard they've been focusing on the Knicks the last couple episodes. So don't want to really listen and, and watch that shit and get my heart ripped out of my, <laughs> my chest again. Um, you know, even though I wasn't really 
um, born when the Knicks were, were, you know, good, but in the 94 era, you know, the, 90, the early 90s, mid 90s. But it still hurts to, to think about. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of avoiding the last dance for a little bit. Maybe I'll catch up, but <laughs> fucking, um, yeah, it, it's, you know, I'm trying to find things. I'm trying to find shit. Um, today, I just, it's the same routine. Same routine. All right, so let's let's uh, let's dive into it a little bit here. Uh, same thing tonight, you know, just continuing to go over prospects in this upcoming NBA draft. Um, the next prospect we will be covering tonight, that's Aaron Neesmith, who is uh, you know a small forward, shooting guard, a true wing, really, with his six uh, ten wingspan and six six two thirteen frame. I call him a true wing uh, from Vanderbilt. Uh, played there for two seasons, freshman and a sophomore. Um, he broke out, or it seemed like he was breaking out in his sophomore season, the 21-year-old. Uh, actually, 20-year-old. He's not, he's actually only 20 years old, uh, 21 in October, so he's very young. But he had a breakout season, or he's on, he was on his way to a breakout season this year before the injury took over, and you know that, that uh, stress fracture in his right foot kind of limited his, you know, his impact. He only played 14 games. His last game was January 8th. He didn't really get to play, you know, in those big SEC games. So they didn't see much out of him afterwards, but, or anything out of him after those, you know, first two weeks. So that was unfortunate, but those 14 games, man, let me tell you, he kicked ass. Nee Smith did. He was, I mean, he, his numbers, I'm about to read them off to you in a second, but his numbers were incredible. I mean, volume, efficiency, you know, just impressive all around the board. Um, so we had a good solid season, but he's another guy who here in episode 117, who is likely to be taken, I would say in the 15 to 25 range in the first round. So we're still on this, uh, mid first to second round, you know, section of this little, uh, piece we're doing here we're going to work our way down to the lottery guys eventually we will touch on the lottery picks you know the potential guys that could be picked in the first eight um you know like Lamelo ball um anthony and those guys like that so we're gonna get there for but first we gotta we gotta finish up these these second rounders these late first rounders and potential mid first rounders as well so if the knicks were to acquire somebody like uh aaron d smith they would likely have to trade up being that they're LAC pick is, I would say, somewhere from 27 to 30th um, if things remain the same. So they would likely have to trade up. I, I would imagine Neesmith, if anything, will be picked middle of the first round just because of his amazing shooting abilities. And we'll touch on all of this as soon as we get back from break. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, I will do the usual. You know, I'll read off his statistics. We'll go over some pros and we will touch on some of his weaknesses as well. And then, you know, pretty much review everything. So we'll be right back. And yeah, we're going to get right into it in just a sec. All right. Hey, fellas. Really quick, I just want to remind you, in order to subscribe to BD4, to subscribe to my blog, and to follow me on social media, all you have to do is go to my website. That's it. Just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. 
Once again, that is nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Once there, guys, that will display all of my information. Where to subscribe to the podcast, how to subscribe to my blog, and where to follow me on social media. Guys, thank you so much, and let's get back to the show. Yeah, so again, I mean, he's a 6'6", 213-pound, true wing, you know, 6'10", wingspan, Neesmith, came out of Vanderbilt. Um, Sophomore season was tremendous before the injury. So in 14 games across 36 minutes per night, um, he was dropping 23 points per game, five rebounds per game, one rebound, I'm sorry, yeah, 23 points, five rebounds, and one assist on an efficiency line of 51% from the field, 52% from three-point distance on over eight attempts, and 83% at the stripe on just under five attempts. I mean, that's some incredible offensive efficiency, some incredible production offensively. Um, And defensively, he racked up the numbers there. 1.4 steals, just under one block. So, you know, a lot of people were considering him as one of the most improved players in college from his freshman season to his sophomore season, took a large jump. Uh, jump. You know, he increased his attempts, um, his volume, and his efficiency. So that was pretty impressive. Usually when somebody increase, increases their shot attempts, right, and starts scoring a little bit more, their efficiency numbers will drop. But he went from 39% from the field to 51%, from 38% what eight from three to 52% on eight attempts. I mean, it was just a a remarkable 14 games. You know, remember that. It wasn't a large sample size. But, you know, 14 games knocking down, you know, going four for eight for three point. (laughs) That's pretty fucking good. So he, that's who he was. He was a college, uh, he was a three-point marksman in college. Just a legitimate shooter from three. Um, So I project him in the NBA to be a very, very effective three and D wing. Right, I think he could become a rotation regular, somebody who can make a very good, strong role playing, you know, regular off the bench. Um, so I project him. <clears throat> excuse me, I predict him to go again mid to late first. Prefer, um, I would prefer the Knicks. You know, I wouldn't hate if they had to trade up for somebody like him and and, and take him. I think he reminds me a lot. Some comparisons here. Um, we've heard Courtney Lee. And Danny Green. Those are the two I love. We've also heard Ariza, Alec Burks, and like a poor man's Corver. But the two I really love are Courtney Lee and Danny Green. I think that's very much who um, somebody like Aaron Neesmith could be. He reminds me of both of them very much. Just because, especially Danny Green, just because of the way he plays. Um, He's, you know, we know he's a shooter, but he's a movement shooter. Many consider him the best movement shooter in the entire college class. Of 2020, so you know he's a catch and shoot specialist, um, you know, with an ability to shoot off the bounce if he needs to, you know, if necessary. But most of his, um, you know, most of his offense is coming off that catch and shoot, where he's you know running off of screens in a variety of different actions, you know, reading the defense very very well and just spotting up off of screens and 
you know, freeing up space on the floor because of his ability to to run around exceptionally off the ball and, and catch and shoot that way. He was 94th percentile in spot up offense, uh, ranking the 97th percentile in shooting off the screen this past season. So, again, that's where the Danny Green comparisons come from. Um, and that's why he's so efficient, because he takes smart shots, right? He frees up space by shooting off of screens. He gets a lot of space to shoot. And, and that's why he's so efficient, because he uses his teammates um, effectively. And he has, he's got a nice mid-range game, too. But his shooting is the number one priority here. But, again, he can still, you know, he generates a lot of free throw attempts. So he's a, his ability to get to the line is kind of underrated in a sense. You know, people don't talk about it enough. Um you know, he got to the free throw line five times per 40 minutes. Uh, I'm sorry, five times per game um, in 2020 and hit at an 83% rate. So, you know, he likes to use that shot bake to kind of get defenders biting and, and get them off their toes. And so that's how he generates a lot of his free throw attempts. So he's pretty crafty in that sense. Um, he's also got good size, a good, sh- you know, a good uh, shooter with good size, some strength to him. And that'll help him on defense, you know, as well. And also on the on the offense and defensive glass. Um, you know, his activity with that size helps him become an adequate rebounder at the very least. Um, he battles on the, on the glass, so that's another pro I would add to his game. And, you know, on the other side of the floor, he again, I, I project this guy to be 3 and D. Um, I think he's a smart overall team defender. I think he, he's got a high, high IQ. He's got good awareness off the ball. He's a good help defender on both the perimeter and on the drive slash in the paint. So he can he can pretty much do a lot of things defensively. He's good on the ball too. So he's not just an off ball defender, but he's got good uh, what's it called? Good technique, you know, good stance, um, good positioning when he's guarding the, the, the you know the ball handler. Um, and again, the numbers defensively weren't bad either. When you stretch them out to per 40, 1.6 deals, 1.0 blocks um, as a sophomore at, at Vanderbilt. So. Those are a lot of good things right there to say about Neesmith. His ability to shoot off screens and to run around the floor and catch and shoot, spot up, and just be mega efficient that way. But, you know, also an adequate rebounder. Um, and then also a, a pretty decent defensive player as well. So I, I really like this kid's ability to become an NBA player. I think he's going to be somebody who doesn't struggle uh, immediately upon entrance. I think he can be an immediate impact. Um, just, you know, they're so valuable guys who can shoot. Um, now the, the Knicks are going to have to probably, you know, with somebody who likes to spot up and, and, and shoot without the ball, you know, play without the ball. I would hope that the Knicks stress getting a point guard in this upcoming draft for the number one pick right in the lottery. Um, now there was actually talks tonight, uh, it was kind of in the headlines that the Knicks are considering trading up for LaMelo Ball if they don't get the, the choice of their the, the draft pick of their choice, right? If they get something like eight, they're considering trading up for LaMelo Ball. And that would be huge for me to get a playmaker like that. I think he would fit well with somebody like Neesmith. Now, of course, uh, do the Knicks trade for somebody like Ball? They're probably, you know, there's a there's a chance that Barrett could be included or Robinson, right? When you're trading up, when you're already that high and you're going to trade up even further for, you know, potentially a top three pick, let's say ball will be, there's a good chance you're going to have to get rid of a cornerstone or two. (laughs) I know the Knicks do have some draft picks, so they have a little bit of wiggle room and some leeway maybe, but I can't see a scenario where they can get, you know, trade up like that without taking a big hit. 
But we'll see. We're talking about Neesmith tonight, guys. And guys, again, I think he's very effective. Um, a great college player, and there's an ability here to be a very good, strong, reliable 3 and D threat, like a Danny Green, again, in the NBA. So something the Knicks should consider with their lack of shooting overall, not just in the backcourt, not just in the frontcourt, not just from their wings, their combo forwards, whatever you want to fucking call them. They just don't have shooting overall, right? They're going to lose Dotson, I'm thinking. Um, Trier could possibly walk too. And, you know, their backcourt right now consists of Peyton, who can't shoot. Frankie Lakina, who's not, you know, Neil Lakina's gotten better, but he's still not a great shooter. And Dennis Smith Jr., who's just a mess right now. He forgot how to play basketball. He can't shoot. So they need shooting as much as they can get. In their front court, they've got Kevin Knox, who, you know, that's probably the best part of his game, but it's still very erratic. Um, you know, Bobby Portis is likely going to walk. Um, he wasn't that great of a shooter anyway. Occasionally he'd get hot. So they don't they don't have shooting. Randall ain't going to provide that at the four spot. He ain't shooting for shit. He'll jack him up, but he ain't going to make him. So I think Smith could be very invaluable in that sense. Um, and, and, of course, the defense too. But those are his positives. Now, like every every guy in this in this class, there comes you know a decent amount of weaknesses too. Um, for one, I think the first thing a lot of people notice is Smith's lack of athleticism. Um, he doesn't really have a burst, no burst to him. Uh, the side-to-side lateral movement is pretty slow. Lacks that vertical pop, so he's not going to be a great rim protector despite the wingspan. Um, not great in the post defensively. I mean, that'll, that lack of athleticism will kind of limit him offensively too, right? We've seen in college that he's not a great finisher. For a guy of his size, his length, um, he's not really that great of a finisher. He doesn't have the soft touch that you would think he would. Um, he was under 50% in the restricted area in college, so that's not good at all, right? When you're when you're when you're that big, that large, you want to see a little bit, um, you know, more improvement, you know, a little bit more efficiency, rather, in that restricted area. But no, um, he's not great off the bounce. Now, I said he occasionally hit the step back here and there, but he's not a creator. He's never going to really create for you in ISO. He's not really going to make plays out of pick and roll. So he's pretty basic in that sense as a ball handler. Doesn't create much off the bounce. One of those rare players who is miles better without the ball than he is with it. Um, in terms of his passing, you know, he'll make the simple reads, the kickouts, the swing passes, the the drop-off passes, but that too is pretty, pretty basic as well. So he's not much of a playmaker, not much of a ball handler in PNR. He's pretty much just a straight-up 3-and-D, you know, two-way wing. Defensively, though, he'll be a little bit foul-prone here and there. He'll try to gamble too much and cost his team with a couple of fouls early. Um, 3.8 fouls per 40 minutes in college, so that's going to have to come down if he wants to succeed defensively in the NBA. Um, and, you know, the last thing but not least, of course, we talked about it a couple of times. Um, at the top of the show, we mentioned that he's got a limited track record because of that, you know, the, the, stress, fra- the stress fracture on his right foot. You know, his last game was January 8th. Didn't really get to play much in SEC play. So we'll see how this whole thing turns out, though. I still like this kid a lot. I would still take my chances on him. I would still even move up in the draft to, to acquire somebody like him. I think his talent, just his, his you know, his value, his importance um, could be tremendous on, on a team like the Knicks who just lack that shooting ability. Um, you know, he can make them so much better in that area, just one player alone, but. 
that's just my two cents, of course. Uh, I hey, not saying anything. Just Aaron Neesmith. That's that's what we've got tonight, and I think that's it, guys. I think we've pretty much covered it all. So I appreciate you guys stopping by tonight. Was Aaron Neesmith from Vanderbilt? Um, six six two thirteen six ten wingspan, twenty one years old in October. Uh, so that's that's him. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed it again. Just consider it, Nick's. Just consider it. That's all I want them to do. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for stopping by. I think we're going to wrap this one up. So if you haven't uh, yet subscribed to the podcast, be sure to do so right now. Go and subscribe to BD4 on my website on nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Guys, thank you so much for coming by. And I'll see you next time. All right, ciao.